Hey guys, welcome back to the Authentic Uma podcast. This is Rafiq Tataria here and in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about daily habits and um, kind of how our habits kind of define how we um how well we follow our religion. So, as you know or if you don't know, you should be knowing that our entire lives are based on whatever habits we develop. Okay? So, and uh, some habits can be good for us and some can be bad for us and um some habits we may think are good for us but are actually bad for us and then other habits which we might think are bad for us but are actually really really good for us okay so um an example is um somebody who smokes okay somebody who smokes he thinks that um smoking is is a good thing you know because it gives him uh, or her that specific feeling that um you know the smoking brings to them right and they feel that if they if they don't smoke um uh, there's something missing in their lives and there's something which is empty in their hearts right and so um they start smoking and it becomes something of a habit right it slowly develops into a habit and then we know today that breaking habits especially something like smoking um is very very difficult right and um a thing to note about habits is that they developed um quite early on in life right it could be in your um in your teens or it could be in your in your t- early 20s and then eventually it keeps on going throughout the years until you're old and when you're old you also get um you, you've got that same bad habit right but what i want to focus on is trying to get a different type of habit which is a much beneficial for you so in the context of uh, being somebody authentic being part um of a muslim it it means someone who submits his or her will to almighty god and so we have to uh, get into the habit of doing things which are helping which are going to help us in our religion in our beliefs right and um, as we've discussed in a previous episode the fundamental beliefs in um in our religion uh, that we believe that there is no god except one god that is allah who's got no partners right who deserves obedience who deserves worship and then that god has sent messengers to people to warn them about um something that's going to happen in the future right it's a future based cause and that cause is one day you will die and then one day you will be resurrected you'll come back to life and then you'll be told whether or not you did a good job or not and if you did a good job you'll go to paradise and if you did a bad job you'll go to hellfire right and so uh, that's one of the things which um our habits kind of determine um a lot okay it's it's something which if we can change our habits and if we can master our habits such that it's going to benefit us in the future then um we can be sure that um we're going to uh, attain that a good reward in the end right so um one of the habits which um i think you should start doing is number 1 reading the quran in the language you understand the best okay this is one of the most important things which i see that most people don't do i don't know why they don't do it um it's probably because of an external influence i remember when i was growing up going to madrasa um with my brother and um 
then later on with my sister i remember that we were never ever taught to actively go out and read the quran in the language we understand the best i remember we were never ever taught that and i don't know why because essentially the fundamentals of our religion right they lie on what does the quran say like that's it that's the only place you need to go to if you want to understand islam the only place you need to go to is this book here and follow whatever is mentioned in that book and what you'll realize is that that book talks about the fact that there's a messenger um who has come and he is a messenger from almighty god right who is rehearsing to you this book now this book was revealed 1400 years ago okay that's a really really long time ago and it is a book which claims to be from almighty god and it was revealed at that long time ago so what we need to do is we need to analyze this book and say to ourselves okay why is this book claiming to be a book of god right and how can we prove that it is a book of god and another thing is that we need to kind of prove whether or not that is true or not and so the quran gives the answer a litmus test um if to determine whether or not that book is truly from god and what the one of the tests is that um you should produce 10 surahs like it so you know the the quran is a book of surahs it's a book of chapters and so it's saying that if you want to prove this book wrong then bring forth 10 chapters like it and then there's another verse which reduces that which says then bring a chapter bring a surah which is like it right and then it's reduced even further that bring forth a surah not like it but similar to it okay and so this is something which um, um really helps in order for you to uh, change up your habits because you need to grasp this understanding that this book right here is a special book it's a perspicuous book and it's been around for 1400 years and it's claiming to be from almighty god so you have to go and check it up okay a lot of the time i certainly when i was growing up um in the community of mine um, we were never encouraged to read it in the language you understand the best Okay, the only way you're going to understand a book is if you read it in the language you understand it the best. It's no use uh, reading it in a language you absolutely don't understand. Like I um in hindsight I wouldn't have done that. Okay? And I urge you guys also not to do that because um if you do that, you're going to put yourself um under this um kind of indoctrination. Okay, they're going to indoctrinate you and you're going to start believing uh, the wrong beliefs and that's not what we want at all. And so one of the best habits I can recommend um is for you to read the Quran in the language you understand the best. Okay, if you understand Mandarin the best, read it in Mandarin. If you understand French the best, then read it in French. If you understand German the best, then read it in German. And um that's kind of how um I urge you to do it because you know the Quran was revealed in the Arabic tongue. uh because it was revealed to the arabs and so that they may understand it but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't read it in whatever language we understand the best and you can start by you know just doing 10 pages uh, not sorry not 10 pages maybe one page um every single day i remember when i got started i never started with a certain number of pages what i would start off with 
um, was a sura which had a really really cool rhythm to it. Um, you know, so I started um, with Suratul Rahman, and you know, reading the translation of what it meant, and then after that, I moved on to I think Surah Surah Ashams, and um, because that had a really cool rhyme to it, and then when I was doing that, I eventually got into the habit that wow, this book really sounds so cool. I need to read this from the beginning, and that's exactly what I did. So I started from chapter number one, that is Suratul Fatiha, and uh, also known as the opening. And I was like, I am. I, I made a promise to myself that I am going to read this book. And the reason why I did it um, was because I had a poor, poor um, a growing up and understanding of Islam. Okay, what they were teaching me wasn't Islam, and I remember having um, actually a, a really terrible state of mind when I was trying to learn these things. And so, one of those times was that when I was trying to go to Madrasa, but then um, I didn't want to go that day. And then my parents, you know, in the community I'm in, not going to Madrasa, it's a big issue. If you don't go, you're going to get hit, you're going to get beat. And so, I remember um, there was one day I didn't want to go. And and I was hiding underneath my table. Okay, that's right. And then my mom comes in trying to find out where I am, right? Um, when I'm going to start leaving for Madrasa. And um, that was one of the days. And then on another day, um, I remember my, um, my mom was chasing me. Well, she was literally chasing me out of the house um, with a hockey stick. And then uh, being dragged, once I arrived at the madrasa, I remember being dragged out of the car um, by the driver, right, as well as the guard um, of the madrasa premises, right. And so I remember being dragged out of the car and then I, I'm, I'm having to get up and dust myself off and kind of just um, suppress whatever emotions I was feeling. Obviously, I was crying at that point and then um, going into madrasa and uh, into the, my classroom and being like, oh, I'm already here. There's nothing I can do now. You know, there's no going back. Like It's over. And I remember I entered the class. I looked down on my clothes and then I see blood stain all over me. And what I noticed was that what wasn't hurting was the sore, right? On my lips, I was dripping blood and all my friends were looking at me in a suspicious way. They're like, what's happened to you? Are you all right? right? And they all told me to go and wash up in the wudu room. And so um, what I noticed is that from that day onwards, what really hurt me um, wasn't that sore, okay? The thing that really hurt me um, was the fact that I didn't want to be in this room with all these other students because it was, I just didn't want to go. It's just a feeling which you have and you can't really explain that so much, right? And um, that's something which hurt me so much. I asked, started to ask myself, why are my parents doing so much, um, you know, to get me here? You know, what am I learning out of this? Okay, and, um, you know, after dropping out, having bad relationships with the Madresa, with the Molanas, and then coming out of it, um, I started on this journey of mine uh, that was learning about Islam and learning about um, religion and all the types of religions in the world and kind of doing a comparative study. And what I found was that most of the religions in the world, they talk about the oneness of God. I'm talking about the scriptures. Okay, I'm not talking about the followers of any religion. I'm talking about the authentic scriptures of each and every major religion in the world. And what I found was that each of them um, they talk about the belief in only one God who's got no idols, who's got no images, 
um, who deserves worship and obedience, who doesn't have any partners. And um, further to that, they also talk about the coming of a last and final messenger. Now, in a previous podcast episode, I've gone over some of those um, scriptures and what's mentioned in those scriptures with regards to you know the concept of god and um i also plan to do one on uh, the messenger um, where it talks about the coming of a last and final messenger and in a previous podcast episode i did talk about it but um something which i realized was just that which is that there is a messenger to come and the point now is that okay the messenger is here what is the message Right. And um, in that journey of mine, um, I'm still on that journey. I'm trying to find out what is this message. Right. And this message um, is the glorious Quran. Right. I told you guys, go and read it in the language you understand the best. Forget whatever beliefs you've been uh, that have been planted in your head by, uh, you know, your teachers, your elders, your parents. Forget all of that. You know, just leave it alone. Their beliefs are their beliefs. Stop it. And just go into this book with a fresh mind, okay, a mind without any influence from anybody. And what you'll find is that there's this cool dude out there. There's this cool man who was there, right? And his name was Muhammad, okay? And the beauty is when you realize that. I'm like, what? You mean to say that everything in life I, that I should do should revolve around what this guy is doing, okay? That's the point, all right. Once you realize that, it changes your life forever because, um, you know, it's a conviction deep in your heart that out of all the human beings alive, okay, the person we're meant to be following um, as an example to guide us is this one guy here. And this guy is an Arabic guy. He's an Arab dude because he was just chosen by Almighty God that way. And we have to go and see what that guy had said. What was his message? What was it that Almighty God was trying to tell us? And once we find that, you know, it relieves our heart of so much stress. Because what happens is that our priority no longer becomes this world. And our priority becomes... Um, the next world, the next life. And when that happens, it doesn't mean that we completely ignore this life. Of course it doesn't, right? Um, it means that we're living it um, in a state where we're more anxious about what's going to happen after we die. Okay, and that is such a big stress remover, guys. If you're so focused on this world, life is going to be really hard for you. Okay, and um, coming back to how this relates to daily habits, is that read the Quran daily, okay? Um, in the beginning, read a, um, a, a chapter of the Quran, uh, which you find rhymes, okay? I suggest downloading the Quran app and um, getting the English translation by Yusuf Ali. And the, and the reciter, I suggest Abdul Rahman As-Sudais, or someone named as um, Yasser Ad-Dusari, Okay, I highly recommend the first one, which is Abdul Rahman Asudais. I remember he was the one who, you know, whenever I'd let the Quran pray, um, play and I would read it, it's like my heart just melted. I'm, I'm like, I'm in a completely different place. Okay, and um, that's what I want for you guys. You go and read the Quran, uh, make it a daily habit. You know, make it a daily habit. Another thing um, 
is besides the Quran, you know, we can get bored of it. So besides the Quran, I suggest also reading about the authentic teachings of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Now, the cool thing about today is that there are so many really cool resources out there. And one of those resources is sunnah.com. And if you head on over to that website... Um, it gives you what's mentioned in Sayyid Bukhari. You know, it literally, the whole of Sayyid Bukhari is written on that website. And not only that, but it's also um, structured into different books. So, for example, in Sayyid Bukhari, you've got something like the book of belief or the book of prayer or the book of intoxicants or the book of um, night prayer. Right? You've got all these different types of books out there and it's already been classified for you. Okay, and what does hadith mean? Hadith just means a story. And in the context of Islam, it refers to the story of the Prophet, peace be upon him. So this website, uh, sunnah.com, S-U-N-N-A-H.com, and another website is muflihun.com, M-U-F, L-I-H-U-N.com, muflihun.com. And, um, you know, it's, it's a great website where you can go to and it just gives you the answers, okay? If you want to know, you know, once you get that belief that this is the one man to be following, once you get that belief, you know, you tend to search, okay, where do I find whatever this guy has told us? And the answer is the scholars have already done that for us. Okay, and by scholars, I mean people like um, Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, all right? These guys are the guys who collected the stuff for us, collected the Prophet's way, peace be upon him, for us, right? And um, it makes it so much easier for us to go in there and read whatever the Prophet, peace be upon him, had taught us. Okay, we can read his message, we can read what he was put on this earth for. Okay, and that's why we as Muslims, we follow him, right? But we need to start following him not only... Um, not only by um, just by words, right? For example, um, when you say the kalima, that's la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, we actually want to start um, implementing that. And the only way to implement that is if you truly know the Prophet's way. Peace be upon him. And so those are two great resources I suggest. Um, always, always go to the sources. Okay, Never take your religion from whatever anybody says. Don't take your religion from your dad or from your brother or from you know, your son. Don't take it from them at all. Take it from what Almighty God has said. And if you're still not, if you're still not confident on where is Almighty God's word, then go and do your research. And when you do your research, you'll come to find that the only book which is the true word of God um, is the glorious Quran because it's got no um, contradictions in it, right? Um, if you hear anybody uh, saying that there's a contradiction, you need to dig in further and research further because a book from Almighty God cannot have a contradiction in it unless it is with um, you're missing something, unless you're quoting something out of context or, um, you know, it could, it could be many reasons. But you have to understand that Almighty God, He's the creator of everything. You know, the body of yours, it's been created by Him. How can He make a mistake, right? And He takes it upon Himself to guide us human beings, right? And it's up to us as human beings to go and find out what that guidance is. And so part of our daily habits has to be, um, what did Almighty God say? And what did this messenger say? 
Okay, I'm talking about reading, right, and doing research and studying and finding out the answers to it. Because believe me, um, once you do that, it opens up your heart so much more and it, it makes you a better person, you know. And um, yeah, that's all for this podcast episode. And inshallah, God willing, I'll speak with you guys in tomorrow's podcast episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.